Nelson in looking for Garza backside and in for the first goal in Atlanta United history from Yamil Assad. Take a look at history. Hi y'all, five star final. Jay Sam Jones, Joe Patrick. It's a highly distributed audio discussion discussing things at Lane United. Welcome to it. There are so many interesting things to talk about. Question mark. Yeah, man. It was a fun game. That was that was a great game against Portland. Great. It game. was it was, it was like your game. it was it was classic uh, you know, late night MLS watching where it's just mm-hmm. insanity, really. Um, tons of chances. It was a, just a really, really fun game to watch. I, I enjoyed it greatly. I, you know, was biting my fingernails off at times uh, when Portland was threatening Atlanta's goal, which happened often. But you know, we created our own chances as well. And I thought that overall, we were probably the deserved winners. Right? It was a good game. I thought it was a good game, and the game was was good. And <laughs> and er- ergo, ergo, ergo. Therefore, they played well. Ergo, therefore, they're yeah. against fat. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, <laughs> the soccer team is good again. Like, I'm not entirely sure what else we can, we can, we can pull out of this. Isn't it's this much. Fun? It's much easier to do podcasts when there's you know crazy stuff happening on the field, off the field. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. when when the when the team is bad, it's so much more easy to to talk about them and try to dissect. You know where the, where they can improve. What 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 can they do differently, et cetera, et cetera. Ergo, therefore. But you know now it's just like this team is on cruise control. It feels like just yeah, just cruising. Yeah, cruise control to what you wonder. Like what is the what is the the destination? What what could it be? And frankly, it feels like it could be a second meeting with LAFC. And yeah, there's can, only one way that happens. Can you imagine that? I mean, MLS Cup Final at Bank of California Stadium, Atlanta United versus LAFC. Oh man, that would be uh, that would be worth going to. That would be worth traveling out there be, for. I think it would be quite it, a party. It would be worth it, crowdfunding for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be just um, man. I hope we see that game. Like you know, outside of me wanting Atlanta United to do well. Um, because I'm an Atlanta United fan, I just would love to see what to me is clearly the two best teams in MLS right now. I know I don't think that's really going out on a limb or kind of pounding my chest or looking through red and black tinted glasses either. I think that that's pretty. Uh, yeah. I think that's pretty clear at this point. I think you're spot on, but I think I do think Atlanta is clearly the second tier. Yes, but LAFC is the single greatest team to ever exist on this. Not this continent, but in this country. And so, did you see they cracked the the five thirty eight top one hundred and their their soccer no. power index or whatever? <laughs> They're the first MLS nice. team to ever come close to doing that. It's it's absurd. That's funny. They're one of the one hundred best teams in the world, but you know what? Atlanta's playing at a level that could hang with them. It obviously hadn't been that way over the entire course of the season, but give it a one game, one off deal in front of a in front of the crowd that's going to be amped up, of course, in the big stage. And Atlanta hasn't blinked on this. Yeah, no, I so mean, <laughs> you're looking so far ahead. Look, they're playing really well, <laughs> but it's MLS. So enjoy your Philadelphia and RSL MLS Cup, you monsters. Enjoy it. I mean, it's coming. 
it's weird. Like I know Elena is going to lose a game or two, you know, or three coming down the stretch of the season, Bullshit. but it really doesn't feel <laughs> exactly, exactly my point. Like it doesn't feel like they're going to lose to anyone right now. And it's just so good. And the fact that, I mean, still something we can just, we can continue to reiterate that is true is that this team has not played with its full complement of pieces yet in, mm-hmm. I don't think in any single game this season, they've had their starting 11, like their best 11 possible available. So against Portland, obviously you kind of, you pretty much had your attack. Uh, you know, Tito is not fully healthy, but even if he was, I don't think he probably cracks the starting lineup. Um, but you didn't have, you know, Franco Escobar guys in the back that would normally start for you. So, I mean, it's kind of fun to know that this team's potential is still kind of unknown. You know, we don't know exactly how good this team can be at this stage, but um, they just seem to be getting better and better and better. They just keep climbing the ladder um, ever since uh, that Houston game. Yeah, they're closer than ever to as good as they can be. I mean, it's very apparent right now. Everything's clicking. Everything's working. We're seeing the best PT that's ever existed, according to some stats that Teotl Football keeps throwing away and won't, won't post about. But that's coming. <laughs> that's coming. We promise. I can't wait for uh, that. To, I can't wait for that to uh, to finally land because I think people's minds will be will be a little bit blown by that one. But um, yeah, for sure. You know, facts. You, you can't. You can't. You can't deny. Uh, yeah, quantitative and, and evidence. The biggest thing for me is the, and I don't want to ruin TF's parade too much here, but the shots he's getting are so, so much better by yeah. the metrics, right? Like, and eventually he's going to finish those. He's too talented not to, but him and Zeke both last night could have really just like, it could have been four nothing instead of two nothing if they had just finished a single one-on-one or, or a pullback inside the 18, but that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. I'm not going to freak out. I'm not going to freak out. In general, you know, we we look at the the XG charts, you know. We kind of I, I kind of track them throughout games, and I'll share them with you with uh, with y'all um, at halftime and stuff. We'll kind of keep an eye on it during the game. And I just got to say, like, just having looked at them, you know, at the ends of games throughout a lot of the season, but especially in this last, you know, in in this good run, the shots that the whole team takes is in general really really good. Like lots of shots from inside the box. And especially like close, not just like from the edges of the box, but like within the boundaries of the or near the six yard area, you know, and and beyond between, you know, right around the penalty spot. Like those are where you want shots being taken, not like spot, you know, pot shots from around the outside of the box. And I think that you have to credit, you know, some of that, at least to DeBoer. I mean, that seems like that's that's got to be some sort of message or, or tactic that he's trying to implement in the team is to, is to make sure they're, they're taking good shots. Uh, and I think part of it is down to, to just when you change the formation, you're getting service from different areas. Um, like especially the wide areas when, when Julian Gressel is able to put in those crosses, like you're going to get shots from very good areas, uh, very scorable positions. So it's all good. And he was amazing, by the way, last night. I mean, that pass that he made to Joseph for the second goal is one of the best assists I've seen in MLS this season. Granted, it's not like I'm watching every single game that happens, but man, that one is just like it sliced right through all of midfield and the and the back line. Like it just it it set him through on goal out of nothing. It was amazing. 
that pass isn't getting enough attention, I don't think, because Joseph's finish is so absurdly good as well. Yeah. He kind of gets the ball under his feet and shortens up his follow through and, and half flicks it, half curls it, pseudo chips it over Steve Clark, who literally says after the fact, what the F can you do? Um, amazing. Just amazing. amazing. Yeah. So, so good. <laughs> Jo- so, so it's, it's interesting because we don't we don't get to see Joseph take shots from outside the box all that often, like hardly ever. Um, and it's weird. Like his shooting technique is weird. It's different. It, like most guys will shoot and kind of land on their shooting foot. Like they'll kind of like, I don't know, they'll take a follow through, I guess. And Joseph just kind of like stops his foot kind of right after he hits he strikes the ball. It's very strange. Like it made it made the shot that he took this the 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 um his goal. It made it look like a chip. Like the way he kind of like stick it looks like he's just like sticking his foot into the ground and kind of popping it. But uh if you watch the replay cuz someone called it a chip and I went back and looked and it I mean there was topspin on that ball. I don't know how it happened cuz judging by just the way his foot comes through the the zone it doesn't really look like there's any way that could possibly happen, but the guy can, uh, can, can do magic things. He's a magician and he's a King and build a statue and go team. And, and, and an English speaker. Do you see that after the game? He did a good job. He did a good job. Yeah, it was great. So impressive. Been here. What? Two and a half years now. Has this been going on for two and a half years? Well, it's funny. So little little inside story um, from when it was the kit reveal uh, earlier this season, that one that they did in Mercedes Benz Stadium. I was arranging an interview with Roger Bennett. So I was trying to find him and I was like in like the VIP green room area. And that's where they had like, you know, the players and the coach were back there. (laughs) And I think that it was very awkward for me being back there because it was like clearly not meant for journalists. But they told me that's where I was supposed to find them. So anyways, uh, but when I was back there, I just noticed Joseph was just like chatting with um, team staff and just like everybody in English. Um, there was no Spanish going on. Well, not to say there was none, but like he was talking to everybody in English and it was it seemed ter- totally fine. But I get it. Like, I get why he would be um, kind of fearful to talk in, you know, what he thinks is broken English to uh, to the media, because, you know, like. I feel like I can speak broken Spanish, but I would be I would be terrified to try to ask a question in Spanish to Joseph or any of the other Spanish speakers. They would probably laugh at me. Yeah, they would laugh at you. And they have laughed at us before. They have. And it hurt a little bit. But we're trying, damn it. We tried. We tried. <laughs> <laughs> Man, podcasting is hard when this team wins. <laughs> can someone like I don't know? Can Can Franco and like <laughs> shoot? What's the left back? Mikey Ambrose get into like a fight or something? <laughs> like <laughs> somebody hit somebody, so, shove them in a locker or something. Just like uh, you know, not, not again for Mikey. Mikey experienced that too much <laughs> as as a Boy Scout. You know, yeah. Um, shoot, well. Man. Shit, I've been hearing crazy like things that. about Barco. Crazy things about Barco. Well, there was the whole there was the whole um it was weird because after Campiona's Cup final, he was not. I don't think he was in the celebration, like when the trophy was lifted. I think he had already gone back to the locker room to shower because by the time we got down there, like he had left 
he was probably in the locker room because he was in the team picture when the team got back into the locker room, but then he left immediately after that. I was standing next to Doug Roberson and Chris Vermeister in the mix zone, and all of a sudden, someone was like, hey, that's Barco, and he was not walking through the mix zone. He was walking behind all the media on the other side of the hallway, just casually, just strolling out um, by himself. So, And that was like an hour before the rest of the players came through, or some of the players came through. Not all the players came through the mix zone because it was a freaking disaster from mls uh or some communications but that's another that's another story for another day but yeah anyway so but it was kind of weird how barco left like that and then i don't know apparently there was instagram photos and stuff of maybe he potentially broke up with his girlfriend or something i don't know mm-hmm. but could play into why he was a little bit frantic he was not didn't have his best game against portland Thankfully, he didn't kill Atlanta, but he looked kind of he was running around. His work rate was top notch, but it was kind of just not his. He didn't have that final ball, the kind of quality that he has shown the last the last few games. So something to potentially keep an eye out for. Nothing. This, this is nothing scandalous, by the way. I think he just had a breakup. Oh, poor guy. Yeah, Soccer's good, you think the back when you good. were it, it's tough like to think back when you were 19 just breaking up no, with girlfriends <laughs> and like just I mean for some of us maybe <laughs> sorry you think he's like uh, yelling he's like yelling at his parents don't talk to me he's probably just doing like vicious tiktoks on his private tiktok account <laughs> that are just like 15 <laughs> seconds of just rage and upsetness about it and then 15 more seconds of pleading to get her back and that's what the kids are doing these days. Yeah. Yeah. This is the worst thing we've ever done. This game. Look, I like winning. I like winning, but there was, there was just nothing here. If anyone has made it this far, uh, I don't know. God bless at, you. At Rob Hushry. <laughs> at R-O-B-U-S-R-Y. And tell them you enjoyed the podcast. Thanks. Appreciate it. Cool. Should, should we go? Well, yeah. Um, we have a uh, we have a game against Orlando on Friday, which should be Ooh. a big one on the road. Going back down to uh, Magic City, I guess is that what they, do they call Orlando Magic City? I think they do. No, so Birmingham. The Orlando the Magic. Magic Birmingham's the Magic City. That's true. Orlando's. I think there's multiple. Let us know if anybody knows. Chili's. I don't know. Uh, anyway. Uh. So we got to beat them, and then uh, and then U.S. Open Cup final. Like I, I just feel like Atlanta's favorites in all these games, and we're just going to win all the games. There you go. That's, that seems that's pretty rational. Right? That, that should have been the whole show. Was Atlanta is good at soccer, and they're going to win all the games. Good night. This is why why we fight. Why we lie awake. This is why.